Welcome to our latest edition of Techman Talks Dynamics, joined by the full crew again, Liz, James, Matt, and myself, Liam. Um, we are talking today a little bit off topic, so it's not just related to dynamics today. And I know a few months back we talked about AI in general, but we've been playing with Microsoft Copilot. And playing? We've been using. Okay, playing, using. That's uh, different ways of looking at it, maybe. There's a little bit of both. I've had a, a dabble and, and yeah. used it usefully as well. But we've been looking at Copilot. We've rolled it out to about 20 people internally, and we're then going to push it out to the rest of the business. We thought we'd give someone a, uh, some leadership. We'd try it out and, work some guidance and see if it was works. worth it. Yeah, 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 and we'll, we'll talk about the reasons, you know, there's a cost associated with it. Yeah, so but, it's probably fair to say we're not experts, but we, we've, we've started to use it, we're exploring how it can be useful, so we thought it might be good to share that. Yeah, I think that's really important. How long has it been available? Um, it's been available for a little while, but it's only since the turn of the year they've brought it down under the 300 seat limit. So if you had, you could only get Microsoft, done, this is Microsoft 365 or Office 365, whatever you call it. So Copilot is the AI product that Microsoft have got. It embeds itself in all of the products. Um, but until the turn of the year, you had to have over 300 seats on one of the E3 or E5 products. Which it seems to be kind of evolving quite rapidly as well. I mean, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise as well when they just announced we've removed the user limit. I think a lot of people were saying, why is this, why is there got to be 300 users? Um, so they've suddenly removed that so you can buy one user, two users, three, or however but many But it's you important want that. that you know that you don't get it as part of your office You don't get it as part of your office. It is an additional it cost. It is an additional cost. Yeah. To, so it doesn't matter how many you've users got you've got, in. but you've got to purchase yeah. on an annual commitment. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an annual commitment and currently it's an annual payment. So you don't pay your per user per month, you pay everything up front at this moment. Now they price it per user per month, but you just multiply it out. Eh? Yeah, you have to you have to pay for the annuals up front. So, you so if one to... user in the organisation wanted to license it, the cost, the cost is be... about two hundred and ninety pounds um, for the for, for twelve months. For twelve months. So it comes down to about you know what twenty odd. And it, is it just a, a straightforward price per user? There's no price there's, breaks? There's no price breaks. There's no different levels at this moment in time. Okay, we all know so. Microsoft. There's no doubt going to so come. So you're talking 300, th- about, th- about, it's about £300 per, 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 per year. Which might per sound, year. A, per year. Which might per sound year. a reasonable amount of money, but actually, I think from our experience already, <coughs> well, that's yeah, the, you will that's, get the value. Won't you? And that's all we rolled it out short in a, in a smaller number to begin with. Is there going to yeah. be, you know, we, we spent about five is grand on this. It? Yeah. Is it worth it? Why is the time savings? Where's the efficiency or the benefits of using it? And I think after a week or so, we're, we're fairly comfortable to try and shave a few minutes off every day or to, to, to serve some time bonus for what it costs if you take it down to a day. It's, it's you know, a couple of pounds, one pound. So let's co- stop to a, a week. Should, should we move on to what, what, it, what it actually does? Because that's going to be of interest to everybody, I would have thought. So this sits in all the office products. So Word, Excel, PowerPoint. The big two we've been using it with, probably the biggest products you use these days, Outlook and Teams yeah. as well. Um, and it also has, if you log on to your office365.com and you get your, your web apps, you've got a new little one now, which is Copilot, and that's like a chat option. So just like if you've used ChatGBT, you've got that now. You go into Office 365, you can ask it a question or ask me to do something, yeah. and it will have the chat functionality. But that's what we're all used to with AI. Now they've started, you've got a little Copilot icon or button in your apps, and it does different things for you. So... Uh, an example of you, you've, you're really keen on this one, you've used it a lot because you get loads of emails and if you're away from your oh, office... you know, email chains yeah. and you can just go to the top, the first one as it appears in your inbox and say summarise and you get like five lines which summarise so-and-so said this and so-and-so responded this and so-and-so responded this. So instead of having to read through 20 emails, you just read the summary. And so far, every time I've checked it so far, it's not been, it's not been a bad summary at all. 
You have so, to be using the um, new Outlook, don't you, to um, to be able to to where, where it summarises the MS because a lot of people are still using the the um, the, the Outlook kind of way, the old way where you get each individual email listed. The new Outlook where it's somewhat where it puts all the emails in a chain together. I don't know if you can. You choose the view. I couldn't find it to begin with, but when you, you, on the old, even the Outlook, you can have a view as conversation view, so it's like the thread. Um, and then the, the button is there now. So I think well, I, it I, I, I switched to new and then I switched back to old because I couldn't get used to A new. while ago. And then I moved, I've moved yeah. back now. Because, yeah. You don't have to have a conversation better. view. I, personally, I don't like that. So Don't you? I, so I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm still, yeah, still trying to get used to that because I mean, I'm like you. I have gone to the new version of Outlook, which is probably another topic altogether. It's probably forced me. You do have to be on the, you know, on the Office 365 subscription so you've got access. You can try it in the web apps. You can try it in the, the, the desktop app as well. But yeah. I think it will roll on the, like the, the, the new experience. You've still got the option to turn that off. I'm sure it will come eventually. But I think yeah. it does work, but I haven't. We'd have to I, I've used but it yeah. on creation of email as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I have. Um, and I think I thought it's... I had an email from you that was spelt like <laughs> <laughs> we could go don't open delete that's not from James there's no, there's no grammatical or spelling error so that's definitely not James oh fair play um, yes open up to that one but um, no I mean it, you know, you, you can put three or four words and I think almost it's a mindset thing whereas normally you kind of start typing your email and actually it's quite a bit quicker. So, you know, an example I, I um, used when I first tried it out is um, chase invoice and then just put the invoice number and I go generate and there's like three lines of text which says I'm just following up invoice number. I, I, it wow. appears it might have missed your attention. Um, you know, if there's any problem, please come back to us immediately. We're expecting payment and kind of, it did, the, the email I would have spent perhaps two minutes typing it, it just add it all there. And then you have the option, don't you, to kind of make it more or less formal or, or kind of change the tone. Yeah, you can, yes, so it'll exactly. draft it and you can still go way. back in. That creates the draft for you. So you can, like you said, you've got some options. Do you want yeah. formal, casual, whatever. But then if you think, well, you know, I would never finish a, a, an email with that kind of regard. Love you, Love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> um, Then it, you can go... Valentine's is, that just, is that just what she sent me? No, everybody <laughs> um, But... You get in there then in the drafts and you can quite easily just change the little Well, it, it, it just pops up. I mean, it's like you've typed the email once you go generate. It's like you've typed it. It's not instant. I mean, you click generate on all the stuff it. Yeah. and it, it kind spinning of, there's a little, a little spinning. So you, you're you probably watching it for 10, 15 seconds when I'm generating the email. But look, you know, if you're, if you're asking for an update or something like that, um, you can just put update me on and generate and it, Produces some, you know, people don't think you're, a, you're from Yorkshire. They, they, you know, and very <laughs> kind of concise and taciturn. It's um, dodgy ground. <laughs> if any Yorkshire <laughs> listeners, we apologise now. Um, as with all the AI, I think we played this so far with the, the email creation and the same with Word when it asks you to do. It's it's a good starting point. So I think if you're struggling with yeah. how am I well, going to compose? Well, that's why it's co-pilot. So, so it's, it's not pilot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's not life-changing, but it potentially is going to. Just speed of processes yeah. and um, yeah. But if you look at the cost per minute of employing somebody, I you know even on minimum wage in the UK, I think you would. I can't conceive that you wouldn't save the subscription in the course of a month. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, and, I, I, and probably you know way more to uh, ten times. Okay, so the email stuff's nice, but what I thought was even better 
was um, the the, oh, the, the meeting teams, stuff. the meeting stuff. So that's I, that's. I mean, that, that has changed that, my world for me, in a week. Is a it, it is potentially more um, valuable than some of the email stuff. So, so I had a two-hour internal Teams call, and. Um, uh, about internal systems and so on. And it, it went across a whole bunch of different topics. And it's a regular gadget that we do about what we're planning to do and what changes we're making and all the rest of it and, and progress on different kind of topics. Um, and at the beginning of the meeting, I remembered to turn the transcript on. Um, and you have to do? Well, yeah, and we'd not got our team set up because there's an admin, there's a piece in the admin centre where you had to go and say that you could create a transcript. And yeah. for some reason on our tenant, that was turned off. Um, when so I that's first the first thing it. to watch. If you so want to try this out, thing. you need to make sure you, Your that admin needs to go and turn on the transcript uh, function. Yeah. So this meeting um, I'd, I'd got, and I, I remembered right at the beginning, go turn the transcript on. And... Um, and then at the end of the meeting, I went into Copilot and it, there's a little button down the bottom that said kind of summarise. And I gave it a summarise and there was a lovely kind of um, just summary and it was pretty spot on. Now, the transcript itself was, was a 99 paid word, page Word document. I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff and it went backwards and forwards. This was... Well, I, I, I no share one's you realistically going to read a transcript yeah. of a meeting, are they? I mean, that would be hard work. Well, it's I bad think. enough when, especially during lockdown, everyone saying, oh, "Can I record this meeting so I can watch it back oh, later?" Well, yeah, and, yeah. and no one ever really yeah. goes yeah. back. Yeah, and but watching it, one thing, going back and reading yeah, it, you yeah, just yeah. you just well, wouldn't, would you? I mean, that's where I think our behaviour needs to evolve on because the transcript I could actually search. Mm. So I could jump to a page in the transcript. I think transcripts are way more useful than recordings. Yes, I agree with that, but you're not going to necessarily read it from start to finish. No, you no, might, no, it's not right. You, you might, go you search might do, for something. The summary is really valuable because the summary will, will then prompt you and you'll say, oh, I know yes. we talked about that. Then you can go back to it. Certainly as well, if you're ever in a, a situation where you needed to, to prove something was said or not said, which you know has obviously been is difficult now, you can go back and you can say, I know we I mean, talked it, about that, and you, you can both, search for the recording it. and the transcript. The so. transcript yeah. was, so there were two of us in this call, and so it said, you know, James, and it got the time and date I started talking, what I said, and then Brian and the time and date he was talking and what he said. I think that's very easy if it's Teams person to Teams person. I want to try it out with Teams person to room, because when you've got four people in a room, how does it know? Well, should, we try we with, should we try with the board meeting? Well, we should on Teams, though. That, I mean, we saw this the other day where... Transcript of our, do the, our the board meeting, that the dodgy ground the list, dodgy ground. changing from who's speaking yeah. within Teams. So yeah, the camera now picks up on and, Teams. And, and there is a setting in Teams that you have to allow it to, to recognise you. So it might be person one, person two. We'll try it and see what it works. But I mean, so I think the transcript's more useful than a just a recording. And I think then the summary that you can share so people know whether they need to go look at the transcript is, is again... Yeah, the, you, can, it you capture, said, can it capture actions? Yes, absolutely. Yes, so yeah. you can, if you put, so go into Teams and tell, give me, what were the action points in this meeting? It won't, it'll go through the transcription. It'll ignore all the general chit chat or the general conversation, yeah, and it'll problem, say, it? I mean, you know, James you has know, to go I'm away not, and do something. Not, you know, we have wonderful board meetings, but but some of it we probably don't need to uh, keep on on record yeah. <laughs> for various reasons. But the other factor, <laughs> so if we could capture the action, I mean, the other factor was what was um, is its perspective. Um, the AI, the kind of co-pilot's perspective, because I got one summary and Ryan said, oh, that's brilliant. 
how did you do that? He went and did it. He got a slightly different summary. Now, it wasn't radically different. It was still a summary, but it was it was a summary for him rather than a summary for me. And and so that's, that's I was like, ooh, okay. And kind of... Um, think that's that so that's something that you kind of need to a little just be aware of that actually you know I, I don't know whether co-pilots learning what I like and kind of tuning and it'd be interesting to see over a period of time whether it starts to kind of evolve as my use increases of it uh, but the, the, you're talking about the benefits of having it if you did an action summary, what were the actions of this meeting? Because how many times do you have a follow-up meeting and you think, well, I meant to do something for that meeting the night before the meeting? And if you could just go back to that transcript and say... I'm what, super organised, you know, I know exactly what I've got to do. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> but you could, you could easily go on there and say, you know, what actions were there for Liam in that meeting? And then it was pull out and think, OK, I'm, I'm, I've, done, I've done nine out of ten. Um, but it's, I think, again, it just means when you go back into that second meeting, it's saving you time. You're not going through. Well, I asked Everyone's just come back for, for a meeting that suggested what I might want to read before the meeting. That's good. That's but good. yeah, that, that I noticed um, yesterday yeah. um, or the day before was that I, I, I had a meeting and it suggested you might want to read this document. I didn't. I think Outlook has been doing that a little while. Yeah, so if, if, there's a, if there's an appointment Outlook, and someone's supporting attachments on the in the, the calendar. No, it was a separate email okay. that it suddenly you worked out was related, but I think that was Outlook, not Yeah, I think Outlook, Outlook has been doing that looking at the there's, threads. There's, there's certain things that Outlook does that I, that you don't necessarily use as well, isn't there, where it will suggest... Um, you haven't replied to this email or something. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Someone's asked yeah. yeah. It's been doing that yeah. for a while. Yeah. And, I think and you that, don't need... That's almost like that, but... on the back end, isn't it? Yeah. Where it's, yeah. it's kind so of sending it through. It's not done on yeah. the client side. But you can also do all those summaries you talked about from the transcripts. You can do that on your team's chats. So, again, if you were trying to... If you came back and there's been quite well, a big Well, I, I had exactly oh, yeah, that. I, 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 was, I was out two days kind of on the road and didn't get a, a chance at all to look at chat, emails... Came back and there's this Teams group I'm in, and there's been a technical conversation going on for two days, and it, you know, there was a lot of chat in there. You'll know the chat, and and I just said summarise it, and you know it it, 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 it understood you know where where there was a lot of detail. You know, so and so talked about some specific detailed issues around this yeah. particular topic, but it picked out the topics, and even the topics were, you know, the one was talking about reservation entries. And, Wouldn't know, it be nice if you just technical. come back and said, don't worry about it, it's sorted. <laughs> <laughs> no further action. <laughs> um, you, I did that with the director's chat. I said, summarise summarise the chat from the last week. Yeah. yeah. It is, it it is was, clever. It was... It was <laughs> for last year. <laughs> <laughs> but that... So t- Teams is, is good, I think, because they're definitely adding stuff to that, which we, we've not been able to do, like you said, yeah. summarising video. Um, well, a, a meeting that would have normally been a video. And I guess in the storage, we look much lower to save a 99-page Word document than a two-hour yeah. video. Yeah. So yeah. over and, time... And, and the other thing easy I would to. say, this was... I mean, it, it, it's pretty easy to use. It's not... There's not a big training required. No, you don't, no, you not, don't need to be trained. It's actually, quite, it's harder to go from the old Outlook to the new Outlook than it is using Copilot. It's just hit the button and, and if there's there your options you, and type sure what you want. you're not sure about something, you just ask Copilot. Ask How do I use you? <laughs> but, uh, you know... It's uh, like Googling Google. You break so I, I think it's, it's the most radical kind of um, improvement to Office that I've seen in 10 years. Actually, for a very long time. I, mean, I was going to throw this one to you. I know you haven't played with it yet, but something to some homework. 
you you love Excel, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, your thing. Um, and I know a lot of the co-pilot stuff is you can't teach love me. Love's so harsh. No, 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 no. no. We got his gravestone. Here lies Matt, the foot of Excel. But it does. It's meant to be very quick. At, you know, you can say what you want to do, and it'll work the formula out for you in co-pilot. Um, yeah. So I have to be like, you know, chess machine playing the grandmaster. We'll see what comes out with the most efficient way. I haven't played with that, but that's one of the, the big things they've put into Excel that Copilot yeah, can help with I your think, yeah. function creation. Well, it is, isn't it? Approach. I mean, you always get like, you know, the, the formula finder and stuff has always been, if, if you know how to do it, it's easy. But if you don't and you don't use it, Or you it, don't do very often, like, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know I can do this, but I'm not sure how. It, the, the so so, so you've tried it in PowerPoint as well. Yeah, very with PowerPoint. So PowerPoint, as you'd imagine, you can go into there and say, create me a deck based upon, and you give it some information and, and away it will, will go. And it'll create, you just, it ain't very, it's a very basic one, but it does do some work and it'll put, seems to go away to things like Wikipedia. And if you put a general subject, it'll pull some information through. So it gives you again so the, the a, a foundation. The more you use it, the better it gets. Um, in that's, that's the theory. And the other thing that we've not, where we've got to play with it more is obviously this is going to be looking at our data across our organisation. That's when it's really going to start being so useful. So is, is it taking in your SharePoint? It's taking in OneDrives because you know you've noticed now when you use Office, even if you're saving, you say save locally to documents. Actually, it's doing OneDrive documents. So you've got your local copy because the way OneDrive works, but it's chucking everything into the cloud. So it's going to start looking through all of that for you. Um, and, and, and from a security point of view, how does that work? So if someone if someone decided to type into Copilot, give me the average salary of a consultant yeah. at Techman. Well, oh, you suspicious so and so that. <laughs> no, but people should have these genuine concerns. Yeah, that, absolutely. That, that and it is a genuine there. concern. It will go across any data that you have access right. to. Right. Okay. So again, so if you've locked it down, if, if if you're using SharePoint as your main data repository, you've got to get your security levels correct. Yeah. If you're using your OneDrive. Like we all use OneDrive and we might share a document. So if I've shared, I don't know, some planning for the customer day with you guys, but that's the only thing you see, then you could say what's going we, on with the customer yeah. day. It would go away and, and say, okay, yes, I can see that there's a power. But if you've got your private financials on your OneDrive if, if and you hadn't shared if you haven't shared it, there's it, no it, way there's, I could... That's the plan. That's the plan. That's a, yeah, of course. It uses all the, the Microsoft. for this afternoon. It's interesting. You know, the, the, the supplier that we work with for, for licensing, they came back and said, you know, you've got to be careful. Um, it will bring in another level of making yeah. sure people are secure now because otherwise you'd have to do that on your own, which would be how do I find it and go through everyone's credentials. Now AI is going to do that or Copilot's going to yeah, do I, that. I think if, if people are going to use it, they probably need to have a little bit of review the kind of, of ignorance as of, to where their um, secure know, data sits. Well, nobody knows, so that. It'll never be found. Well, it's they gave me a good example, and they said they, they rolled it out in an organisation and one end user that searched on his own name, which I think was fairly, might be typical to do, and there was a grievance that had been raised against that person they had no aware of, but it wasn't locked down. It was in someone's OneDrive that was open, and bang. So, you know, there is there is some security concerns. We, we've talked about data quality for years and years and years, whether it's reporting or just trusting your system. It goes to another level with security, AI. Because with data, with data quality and security. And even with SharePoint and Word, you can, like, categorise Word documents that this can't leave the organisation. So, you know, if you try to email it out, it would, it would stop it. And, and so most companies haven't set that up or used it, and it becomes more... And more the kind of whole OneDrive... Synchronization is a whole topic, isn't it? Because you know, I, I'd got an old laptop that I used to use, and I fired it up, and it synced. And some stuff that I, I deleted from OneDrive actually synced back off the laptop, okay. back onto OneDrive. So it's kind of like you need to get rid of it everywhere. So there's a whole. I, I don't think it's as easy as just kind of cleaning up. All you just need to keep. I mean, what I've started doing is just keeping on OneDrive, and assume bandwidth's going to be forever. So. 
Um, but that, that can be, if you've set up specific synchronization schemes, as I had in that instance, yeah. it can, um, stuff that you think has gone can pop back. So, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's, you know, solve one set of issues. <laughs> well, we've always been pushing. Potentially create another, but I, I don't think it's, you know, I, I don't think that's a reason not doing it because I know, actually I agree what it's, it's making you do be is be um, aware of it and, 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 and actually do some housekeeping and kind of general security setup that you should have done. And it's not difficult. The fact you can roll it out per user, you, know, you can choose which users get it, is yeah. a good way of trying If you're going to roll this out to everybody, I think the way we've tried to do it, where get some people to champion it, and then when we roll it out, we can put some documentation and some stuff on on, on Engage, our like internal um, platform, to people to you know watch this, or we'll do a lunch and learn. You know, it doesn't need long, but otherwise, if you're not aware of it, you have to change your mindset to think I'm going to ask Copilot. Where in the past, like you said, you'd have ploughed on with an email and struggled with it or got halfway through it. I think reminding people, go and see what Copilot comes back with. You'd be pleasantly surprised in most instances, but if you never ask it and never use it, yeah. it's just going to sit and it, there. And, and as you said, it's only a draft. A lot of it is a draft. You don't have to... Then. Yeah. Oh, it's not automatically firing it's not, off emails no, to anybody. No. It's just suggesting. So. And with all things Microsoft, this is version one, really. Exactly, yeah. This is only going to get better. So to understand what it can do and the, the, the time savings we're finding already and the efficiencies, it's going to get better. As a cynic yeah. in the room, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised that it's as useful. But, it, I mean, it, it's exactly what, you know, the whole kind of... There's a lot of hype about AI, and I think the real advance that happened was that the whole kind of language construct and understanding language and being able to um, uh, you generate language, sensible language. Um, that was what you know the, the innovation that came with ChatGPT really, and 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 this brings it right where you you can use it within Office itself, um, very simply, very easily. So. Um, yeah, and the next the next stage, and we this isn't part of what we're talking about with the, the Copilot for Microsoft 365, but you've got Copilot Developer where you can develop your own Copilots internally, looking at your data with particular um, you know requests and, and tasks, and I think suddenly you think, wow, having your own Copilot for your own business, if you can think of the right examples for that, that's going to be yeah. There's Copilot Studio, and, yeah. and it helps you, and you can say which kind of language model you want it to go use, and. Yeah, it, it's going to take some work and some understanding, but a lot of capabilities. I think the co-pilots within Dynamics, to come back, because yeah. this is a Dynamics podcast, yeah. apparently, um, yeah, that, that, that's going to be harder. And, and specifically our expertise around Business Central, um, you know, you kind of think outbound emails, so um, invoice chases and, and things like that is an obvious one to do. But where else it's, you know... <sighs> Your finance system, the numbers are precise. It has to be right or it's not. And, and that is AI going to be that precise in terms of what it generates? What about in terms of, of warehousing and things? You know, there's got to be um, some, some great use examples at some point with that. I think it's reporting, it's kind of analysis of the data that's there. It does mean that it's going to be um, 100% critical that your data is accurate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, if, if you're analysing, uh, you know, how much extra capacity have we got in our warehouse or or what when is our peak um, capacity likely to be hit, um, et cetera. You know, those type of questions that I can see Copilot helping you with, but it's going to need accurate data for the last 
X period. So and they've tried this natural language you demo it sometimes on reporting where you yeah. put give me the yeah. this and then you go further and say give me this region for this product. Break it down. That's by. been there for a yeah, while. But again, yeah. it's reliant it's reliant on your data being good. Otherwise, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. But it'll be. Um, I think that will will continue to improve with AI and maybe. It, You'd want it to almost suggest trends. Again, it's dangerous when you yeah. in the future. But you want it to jump up and say, "Hey, you know, look at look at go look at this piece of information because something's changed that you yeah. need to be aware of." Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, we, we saw a demonstration last November in BC where you could type in a question about your data, and it yeah. goes off and comes back with some information from BC. So, yeah, which customers spent the most on this product group in the last three months? Yeah. Yeah, those kind of things. That, teams or whatever. But again, you, your data needs to be in the cloud. For that, yep. so you need to be on on, um, oh, on SaaS. Well, everything we spoke about today, you know, this is cloud. I mean, everything yeah. we spoke yeah. about yeah. the last yeah. decade has been cloud. But if you're not there, you will not be able get to get some use of the this benefits of this. I mean, it's always a them in CRM, isn't it? We've already yeah, and the CRM you know, team, the, 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 especially if you talk about like outbound communication stuff, that's already there. From the creative side, I mean, AI is really, really useful. You know, it just yeah. generates you a template or generates a base thing that you can take and then make it useful. But the CRM team are recording a podcast actually next week from memory around what's coming in the latest wave of um, D365 for sales and marketing, etc. So they'll cover some of that because yeah. the AI is a little bit further down the line because I think it's just more appropriate, as you said, yeah. rather than yes, financial systems. It's, it's, it's easier to, to find a case. Yeah. It's yeah. easier to find a, a good user case. Service side as well. And yeah. service saves some This time. is the error we've got. Yeah. It yeah, can come definitely. back with suggestions definitely. on how to resolve it's it. It's different to financial data, yeah. isn't it? Financial data, you know, it, it's a, a system record, it's isn't it? Isn't and so it? it's, it's yeah. record of what's actually happened. Now, you don't need AI to generate what's actually happened. It, you know, yeah. uh, so I, I think it's a little bit a little bit different. And I think that's where, um, you know, there's, there's some scratching of heads around the BC space of, of what's an appropriate use of this technology. Yeah. I think the things um, we want, things like inventory forecasting, demand planning. Um, they're quite specialist topics. scheduling, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's technical. Specialist, and, yeah. specialist topics and, you know, arguably... And there's not one size fits all, is there? So it's, it's, that, maybe so. it's going to be more within the ISV community than within Microsoft itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, the rest of the Microsoft stack can make really good use of this and... In terms of like sales and and even uh, cases, you know, customer service, it's obvious you start typing stuff into a case or paste stuff into a case, and it comes up with a list of these knowledge articles might help, you know, and and kind of these are the resources that might help with this case, or you know, attach these um, kind of uh, marketing materials to this outbound communication because they seem relevant and. You know, yes, you're not going to want to do it every time, but it, if it just jogs your memory and kind of gives you a prompt that this is available to you, that, those are sort of fantastic things, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Chatbots as well, rather than it being, you know, to date, it's been quite a predefined, structured yeah, route. You can take this route through. Yeah. Aren't you, Everybody knows it's a chatbot they're talking to and hates mm -hmm. it, don't they? And, and hopefully that's going to, you know, it's going to make it more natural. Um, so that actually you can't tell it's a chatbot and that really then it starts to get to where you can safely deploy it out to customer facing things without them thinking you're a cheapskate. You can definitely see that from a support perspective. You know, if you give it enough information, it's looking what calls have we had logged around this and it's got some more intelligence to look at the language and work out solutions. Yeah, I mean, have we had this case previously? Yeah, so there there yeah. was a, a case of a some an employee at one of the large IT organisations, I won't say which one, that got sacked because he believed the their AI was actually it was had a mind that it could think. Not that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, yeah. It well, out. Yeah. The, I mean, AI is a... If you read the press, but, you know, what do journalists actually know? I don't question. Because there's an awful lot of, of rubbish that's going around. Um, but go it. I would, I would, you know, on, we've always had the attitude, spend customers' money like it's your own. I think every customer should have one, yeah, one have co-pilot a, subscription and have a play with it. And so, Liam, just to clarify, if you have a co-pilot subscription, can, you can take it off one user in your domain and move it to another one. <laughs> just to be clear, he said throw that hot potato. Well, I believe so. Yeah, I think it's the same as any. It's just yeah, same as any, same as any office license. Yeah, you just so yeah, you just, else. so you know you can you can try it out for a week. Give it to your colleague. They can try it out for a week. If that is Go incorrect, we'll stick something on the, yeah. the the description when the podcast goes out. I'll check that out. To be honest. we haven't done it, but I can't see why you would. Why you, wouldn't. Can, you can do that with every other office license. license. So, yeah, yeah. And and so yeah, that gives people a chance to. Try. Try this out for a relatively small amount Look, of money. Look, it's £300 for, for the year. So If you spend quite a lot of time in front of Outlook and Teams, you'll get this the will be useful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's really well, it's well done. It goes across your web apps. We said, it goes onto your mobile device. If you go yeah, onto them and pop up Outlook in there or Teams, Actually, it's summaries on, on the summary on your Outlook mobile is, is very even if, you're, if you're out and about, you really do need a summary. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, all, it all adds up that time. I mean, it's like the yeah. article uh, you pointed out yesterday, which was about application switching, the time yeah. that people spend switching between applications and then the time to, to, to kind of rethink where they are now. And they did a survey on about 3,000 people or something like that. And it, it came out to something like four hours in a day or something like that, didn't it? It was, a, it was massive. Well, I mean, uh, this is why... Just those small increment, you know, where I'm coming from. Probably it's just those small if we'd have had this savings podcast 15 years ago, I'd have been saying everybody needs to get two high-res monitors on their desk because that means you don't, you can actually paste from that one into that one and yeah. kind of that sort of stuff. We all send too much time that... The holy grail of one single application that does yeah, everything. Yeah, well, it hasn't not happened yet. yet. Not yet. Um, maybe one day, but um, it certainly hasn't happened yet. So, you know, you do. How many How many bra- different browsers? You know, yes, it's but different that, tabs, but that's where, that's where a browser it's moved, on this screen, it? a browser on this we, screen, a browser on this screen. We've moved way more from all those desktop apps, and now you are living in the browser for a lot more. But they're just, you know, different apps. They are. It's easy to jump around because you've got your tabs. But you spend a lot of time jumping around. Well, I think we'll keep playing with it. We'll update people on if we find something even cooler on later podcasts. Um, we, we haven't tried a lot of the stuff yet because in different case scenarios, but we'll keep playing with that. Um, but our recommendation would be try it out. Have a look around. There's loads of resources out there that Microsoft have put on there. There's loads of good YouTube content as well. I'm sure we'll push some stuff around as well. But um, yeah, have a, have a play with it. And if you're not in the cloud, if, you, you know, if any part of your systems are not in the cloud then you are starting to have a real penalty for falling behind now. Mm-hmm. I think it's, this is the first thing I've thought, well, actually, you know, you're really badly going to suffer. Well, if you, um, we've said this with AI previously. If you're not using it, if, potential if you're competitive, they're going to be improving what they do. Yeah, they're, they're going to be faster to respond. Yeah. They're going to yeah. be better response. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, good, good, uh, enjoyable conversation. So we'll leave it there. And thanks for joining us. And we we'll look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Techman Talks Dynamics. Mm-hmm.